One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the 36th episode of The First Exchange with me, your host, Lydia Daydal. Well, last week was our first week back after lockdown. Um, we were delighted to have Dr. Caroline West on for episode 35. She was here to talk about all things sexuality and her studies within it. Um, really great feedback all week. Um, something different that everyone seemed to have enjoyed. So thank you very much for, for getting in touch and letting us know that you enjoyed that episode. But for this week, for episode 36, we have a fantastic a man in Jordan Reynolds, um, a former amateur Team GB boxing champion. Um, he started boxing at 16 and went on to win some incredible titles um, throughout his career. He has just recently turned professional under Pete Taylor, uh, signing with MTK Global. He was obviously meant to make his pro debut um, while coronavirus was going on, but everything obviously has been put back a little bit. So he makes his pro debut in October. So he came in to talk about his journey in boxing. Um, and we had a really great chat about mindset. Um, anyone that follows Jordan on his social media will know that he is an advocate of positive mindset if you believe you can achieve and that it doesn't matter where you come from, what your circumstances are, you can always go on to change the course of what may have been laid out for you. So we had a really, really good chat just going into childhood trauma, how he overcame that, finding boxing, um, really great story. He's he, he's an incredible character, um, and he he's a really great message as well. Um, and most importantly, uh, he, he has the message of giving back, uh, which he, he does do within working with um, numerous children's charities. He also made an appearance on First Dates, which we talk about, um, which now has ninety million views on YouTube. His his clip. He's known as the. Elvis of boxing and he didn't disappoint we even got a song out of him so listen all the way through to the end um, but a really great episode so before we hit play for you on episode 36 I must say the support that we're getting especially now that we're back has been incredible lots of people getting in touch all week lots of people asking how can we help support the podcast well share it that's the first thing I would say show your friends send it to your friends tell your friends all about the podcast tell us what you want to hear on the podcast who do you want to see on the hot seat um, and uh, we will we will meet your demands as they say but how you can also support us is by supporting us on our Patreon um, Patreon for anyone that doesn't know is a subscription service that will allow you to throw a couple quid airway every week and that will allow us to keep running the podcast and further down the line help us to develop bigger ideas like live events getting bigger podcast names moving venue there's loads that we have planned that we want to um that we want to deliver for you so with your help uh, please go to patreon.com the first exchange and um throw us a couple quid if you would if you'd see me in a pub and you buy me a pint of guinness I don't want to drink anymore, so just throw me a couple of quid on my Patreon. <laughs> but listen, but without further ado, thank you so much to everyone for their support. We really, 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 really appreciate it. And now I'm going to let you enjoy the 36th episode of The First Exchange with Jordan Reynolds. Jordan, welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited. The last, when was the last, when did, we, did I do an interview with you for Viking When I was at my hometown, Luton, I think I'll give you a little tour of uh, the Well, uh, the that slums. was that was our quarantine <laughs> live Instagram chat that we done. But we'd done an interview in uh, the Coliseum gym. Yep. Uh, that, that, God, that must be about six months ago, is it? Yeah, that was when I was flying in and out yeah. to Dublin to try to settle in to see when, the, when to make the move and when when's the right time to make the move exactly. during the Olympics and me turning pro and... All this All kind of stuff. stuff, yeah. But I did promise you that I was going to get you on the podcast. Yes, you did, and you've uh, lived up to your words. So I have indeed, you. I have indeed. <laughs> but unfortunately, there was like four months in between that where there was like lockdown. <laughs> no, I, <didn't> <laughs> I would have been, <laughs> I would have liked this to be a little bit sooner. But welcome 
Very excited to get you on. The Elvis of boxing. That's it. Born in the wrong era. You've always said this. Always. Listen, I love it. I love the 50s. I'm actually getting new tattoos next week with Frank Sinatra and James Dean. I've got the Elvis here. I love the music. You know, everyone who follows me is known to crack anyway. I do we the old do. school dancing. I love the old school clobber. So I'm just... Uh, Can we investigate the... I feel like I'm born in the wrong era. I just... I don't know. It's like... I like everyone's wearing. Don't get me wrong. I love like designer clothes and things like that. But yes. I'd rather, I'd rather like instead of listening to like today's modern music, I'd be mm-hmm. like listening to my country fifties, nineteen fifties music. I love the the moral set in the fifties, the manners, mm-hmm. the dress sense, the hair, just just everything really. Mm-hmm. Like I really, I don't know. I love it. I just love it. Where did it come from? I have no idea. I have Can no you idea. remember the first time you heard like 50s music? I was about, I remember listening, Joe, you know what's funny enough, I was watching a film called Knuckles. It's based in Ireland. It's a traveller film. Knuckles. With, uh, Knuckles. I think I've seen that. It's with like uh, the Joyce's, the McGuinness, the, the, the bare knuckle fighting and the warfare yeah. with the families. Yeah. And I remember watching that. I was about 15 and I, li- I heard a uh, Hank Williams song, Country. I'm a Rolling Stone. Like proper, I think it's like 1940s country, proper twang. And I was like, I like that. So I Googled it, YouTubed it, and then there was loads of recommendations, and I thought, so I, just, I just got a bit obsessed with it, and then, like, I could relate to some of these stories they sung about, and then from 15 years old, I was just 14, 15, I was just, like, I was walking down my estate, like, listening to all this kind of music, and I was like, mate, you, like, you crazy. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? And where I'm from, it's, like, rap music, UK rap, yeah. grime, yeah. and I'm coming to, like, Elvis, like, we're the blood of my soul, what's right? And I was like, oh, no, Jordan's here. You know what I mean? So, like... Yeah, it's um, I think it was just I just heard the country twang, country sound, and then just by obviously the the internet and things like that, mm. I found like the Elvis, the um, the fifties vibe, you know, the rock and roll, and then I watched all the videos, I see them all dancing, and I thought oh, man, I need to learn to dance, and then learn all the fifties drive, Lindy Hop, Cholster, and then. Because yeah. you do you do do dancing in your spare time, yeah, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I love it. I, You're I, very good as well. I love it. I'm all right. Listen, I got listen. It's fast feet. I tell people, <laughs> I tell people, yeah, it's for the boxing, you know. But really, I, I actually like it, mate. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Getting what? Yeah, I love it. Bit of, bit of music, bit of dancing. It's all right. If dancing on dancing in the stars or whatever it's called, strictly come dancing. Strictly come dancing. If they gave you a ring, would you I'm be up coming, for it? I'm coming, mate. I'll be. Listen, I'd love that. Listen, that's that's the vision there. I'm yeah. putting myself out there. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what, Jordan? You'd be fantastic on it. Hopefully, yeah. You've the character, you've the looks, and then you've got the dance that. moves. Ah, you do. I try. Listen, I try. Listen, that's that's um trying to be a couple steps ahead. So yeah, if I take part, I want to win it. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> well, I that's, that's your competitive streak <laughs> yeah. coming out, in you. But listen, like obviously, to grow up and to be inspired by that type of music and to be kind of, I suppose, proud in a way that you know that's what you listen to and like all the people in your estate and growing up are like, oh yeah, that's Jordan. That's what you listen to. If anyone who knows you now, you've got like a massive amount of confidence um, in yourself. You're very confident, you know, in the fact that you can just sing when you want. You sing on in your Instagram, you yeah. know, you're doing your dancing and stuff. Where did that confidence come from? Because there's a lot of teenagers, especially a lot of, of, of our teenagers that will say will be our listeners, that they're in a world now where, you know, it is, you know, they're monitored so much because of social media and there's a lot of pressure there's a lot of bullying there's a lot of you know fear to move outside of the herd today generation i feel like we live in a fake world yes and social media is for me listen i think kids are to me kids are having it too young you know they're they're too young and it's kind of like kids are not having a personality Mm -hmm. like don't get me wrong all right like we're all bad for it but we use it for our business use and we can get carried away and scroll through. But listen, there's nothing wrong with, with causing a bit of mischief when you're young. Mm. At least, you know, when, when, when the kid grows up, they're going to have something about them. They've got a bit of personality. They've lived a bit and been stuck indoors. And then that's why mental health is so, so high, I believe, where these kids now, they're, they're, they're 15, they're like 13 years old, scrolling through Instagram thinking, I want to look like this, I want to be like this. And it's all fake. Mm. It's all fake, and they're not going out. They're not socialising. They're not being. We're we're humans. We should be out. We should be out on the earth. We should be mixing, and you know what I mean. And, and we're not. We're, we're stuck indoors. Parents are being weak. It's parents to blame as well. They're going, "Oh, my kids got anxiety." It's like, well, you're too soft. Like they're they're too soft in the kids. They're going, oh, they don't want to like because the kids are not listening. They're, they're giving them a phone to shut them up. Then they're then they're stuck in their room in the dark and no wonder why they're insecure and depressed and things like that. So well, we we do see it. <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, if you if you do go to 
um, you know, restaurants or coffee shops, you will, it's very common now to see kids from a young age all the way up to teens, like being stuck in, sort of in front of a phone or a laptop or an iPad or something. And it's just continuous stimulation, which, yeah. you know, is not good for anyone. Like you say, we should be out in nature. We should be exploring different things, especially with kids. We should be, we should have our kids exercising and being involved in sports and, you know, interacting just with... being free. Being free. Just being free. It's like, exactly. we're, it's like we're handcuffed to our phones and it's just, it's a big, it's a big no-no, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you can see the change of the generations. We're, we're we're living in a soft world now. Mm -hmm. we're, we're we're living we're living in a nice world, and it's if if there's something wrong, if, if there's something wrong with me, it's like people trying to say the nice nice things to say. Do you know what I mean? Like if I ain't good at something, I will tell myself I'm shit. Mm -hmm. I, I I ain't good. Do you know what I mean? So I tell myself, but it's like no 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 no. You're you're alright. We we live in such a soft world. It's like mm -hmm. we're not we're not we're not getting anywhere. So. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, each to our own. Everyone has their own opinions and views. And I know we've got to move with how the world's going because it's all yep. coming digital and things like that. But I think, I believe we're just losing our way, to be honest. When you talk about like that sort of mindset of, I suppose, being a bit of a realist in that when you're not good in a certain department, you tell yourself, I'm not good in this. And, you know, you assess it from there. Again, I'm really interested into how that mindset has, you know, developed in you like what was it about your childhood and your upbringing that has led you to have this really unbreakable mindset I mean even if you look back on old amateur videos from your amateur days when you were like you know 15 16 you have this such a what looks like and seems like a level head a confidence a kind of an, an almost like an assurance that you were going to be the best and you know you still I know you still haven't achieved what you want to you know in terms of professional because you're only entering the ranks now yeah. but there's almost that quiet confidence where you kind of give off the impression like I feel like you know I don't doubt that you're going to do everything that you want to do but it's not a it's not a narcissistic or an egotistical way no, it's, it's just a quiet confidence yeah yeah it's like I think it's just I know, I know how I was and like as a kid, I was an insecure, scared kid. Do you know what I mean? I, I was so insecure. Like, I would, I would, I would lie, and and, and try and act tough when really I was so sensitive and and like, I, 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 I still now I take things to heart. But like, obviously I'm a bit older and mature and things like that. But mm -hmm. I, used to, I used to take things to heart and be sensitive and snap and angry, frustrated, and very like I was, I was, I was a scared kid. Do you know, that? Like, I really was and. That was just a reflection of what was happening at home from, like, my mum mom and dad's circumstances to seeing a lot of things I shouldn't see at home, from losing the mum and dad losing the house to me. I, I had to provide at an early age from from my school dinner money. Mum would give me a pound, two pounds for school dinner money. That was never enough, but, like, I couldn't say to my mum, like, mum, like, my mum was struggling. I was mm. depressed, do you know what I mean? Depressed. I was like, that's the last thing I want to... Uh, that's the last thing I want to struggle about, do you know what I mean? So, like... I remember, like, always, from, from that, I thought to myself, I've always thought, at 13, 14, I'll be going to school, on the way to school, go to farm food, spend my £2 on 10, 10 drinks for a pound, 10 chocolate bars for a pound, go to school, sell them all for, like, a pound each. I, I was making 10, 20 pounds a day. And it kind of started from that way. I just had to hustle. And then, even when we lost the house, even when we lost the house, my sister was working at Mark Spencer at the airport, and I thought, well, she was saying about, you know, like, the food, expiry dates and things like that I said alright next time you take the rubbish off for expiry dates let's go to the airport because we, we, we had no money we, we, had, no mo we had no money my mum was struggling so I was going to the airport and we was going to fill the back of the bins and, uh, and getting the food what was you know it, it was right to eat for, for three or four days but that was it and, and that's how we was living for a while and then went from that to absolutely losing the house completely to going to some living in one room with my mum my sister went, went away to New Zealand for six years seven years to get away with all the hassle and I'm stuck here with my mum in a little tiny box room thinking to myself with all these, I don't even know, just, just all these people like, just different mindset people like, just, I don't even know what they were. They were, just, they were, they were, they were more kind of people, do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? They were just like, like not crackheads, but they were, I don't even know. They were just, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like they, were, they weren't, and uh, I just thought, I can't be here, do you know what I mean? And, and, I, and I was living mm -hmm. there with my mum and I just thought, nah, like, and I think I just, I think I've always had this drive from, from mm -hmm. there and then, so, so much, so much, like, from, listen, my mum and dad's, like, I was, I, was brought in, I was brought up in too many problems, which which was, I should, I should have been, do you know what I mean? I should, mm. like, my mum and dad's issues and all these other issues, it's none of my business. It's it's, it's, their, it's their thing, and, and, like, I got stuck into a, a few things, and then, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's just crazy, but I, I think my whole, 
upbringing and then from that to then walking into a boxing gym I remember walking to the boxing gym and it was the first time I felt I felt safe and free mm. and, and where I could just be myself like I could just just chill like there's no there's no one no one can hurt me there's not there's nothing and and that's where I fell at home and if I went from that to like obviously got kicked out of school and I still get in trouble I got a job there till 10 o'clock in the morning to 10 at night to stay out of trouble and I was teaching kids and my confidence was growing my self-discipline was growing and I just I feel like I just excelled as as, as, a, as a person mm. like I, I couldn't if, if you see if people people know the lads who know me now they're like you see me 10-15 years ago man I was a freak man you know that? I would like, I just had this spike in hating me, you know. Mm. But I, I, was, I, was, I had so much hate for my old man, you know, my old man. And, and like, I, like, boxing grew, grew love to me now. And, and, and like, you know, I'm civil with him. And you realise some things are true, some things are false. And But when you're, when you're 15 years old and you're carrying, like, oh, I mean, I was, I was carrying tools around me for seeing if, if I seen him, I would have hurt him. I remember, I remember trying to fight him and I think to myself, like, it was just pure hatred growing up, you know what I mean? Mm. I had pure hate around me. And and I think that's why I listen to the fifties and all this kind of music. And people go, oh, it's, it's not even that. It's, it, it keeps me happy. Mm, you know, escapism. It's, it, it's a happy, yeah, it's a happy thing, man. And, and and where I've been brought up in hatred and and negativity and my whole family. Like, listen, I hate my family. I love, I love my family. Do you know what I mean? But like, and we all have family issues. Do you know what I mean? We, we, yeah. we all do. We all have we all have troubles and things like that. But it's like really, I think it just. So like the book's in it, it moulded me into into a real human. But you know what, Jordan? The thing that I find fascinating about you is even though you've had this background and you've had these things through your childhood and growing up, you chose the side of positivity. You chose the side to be great. Whereas we see so much where people go to the other side and play the victim and, you know, get into things that don't serve them. And they it leads them down a path of destruction. And sometimes they're lucky enough to get out of it when they're 30, 40, yeah. 50. Other times they're not. Why do you think, was it your mom? Was it an older person in your life that kind of let you know that this doesn't have to be your life forever? That there is a, a chance for you to make something of yourself? Or was it in the boxing gym? I think it was just... I think it was just where I had to be, where I had to mature. I want when I went, I went a normal fourteen, fifteen year old mm. kid. I was like, I had to grow up to be like a twenty year old as a fifteen yeah. year old, have that mindset. So I just thought, I was looking around. I thought, I don't, listen, it's all right to work a normal job. It's all right to do this, whatever. But I thought, I don't want to be normal. Yeah. Like, I, I can't, I can't be at school. I couldn't sit in school. I got, ADHD, I got ADHD. I'm, I'm off my head. I can't, I can't sit down and, li- mm. and listen to. Do you know what I mean? I snap and, and like I couldn't take, I couldn't take criticism or, or anything. So I thought, like, I can't work because I couldn't, I think I'd been told what to do and and I, I just couldn't. Be, I had to be active and things like that. And I thought, do you know what? Boxing, whether I hated it or, or I loved it, I want to stick at this shit and I want to mm. make it because it's a way out for me and. And and I will I will I will change my next generation's life. I was the kid at school who never had school holidays and mm. things like that. Couldn't couldn't do certain things. Breaking the cycle. Breaking the cycle. Yeah. And, 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 and I, I will do that. I, 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 that's one thing I do. I promise you, I have I have to. And even even if I hate the sport, I, I know I can I know I can make a bit of it and I can mm. I can invest in, and and change change it. Do you know what I mean? So that's one thing I will do. You say when you were in school that you, you didn't enjoy because you, you, you didn't like to have criticism. But obviously in boxing, there's criticism from everywhere. Yeah. There's criticism from fans, people who watch the sport. There's also, I suppose, a certain degree of criticism in terms of your coach in what you need to improve. Obviously, it's, it's delivered in a much more positive way because obviously that's the nature of coaches. Yeah. But have you learned to accept that or change um, it? or? For sure, yeah, for sure. Like, listen... You, I was young, immature then, but don't get me wrong. Like, when 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 you got a teacher, right, or someone like that, who's not been through what you're going through, mm-hmm. don't have a clue what's going on. They're going, yeah, but Jordan, uh, it's all right. Do I'm just saying, you don't you don't know what I'm yeah. seeing. You you don't have a clue what I'm seeing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And and that's that's one of the reasons why I do so much charity. But this is that's one of the reasons why I go out my own time. I go to all these schools, been to loads of schools, and I do these talks because sometimes it's good to have a kid where like you, you've been through that. You, you give yeah. them hope. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You know, it, is, it is possible. Mm. When teachers are going, they live a privileged life. Like they're they're, they're, they're sweet. They're, they haven't been through no, tra- you know, tra- like trauma or nothing like that. Yeah. They don't have a crack, and I can see right through. I'm thinking you don't have a clue. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think you're soft. You don't have a clue. 
And that's why it's so important for people that are in your position to give back like that. Because I think that the kids that are in the situation now, they have way more respect for you because it's like you are hope for them. You're a product of what what they're going through. And you've you've managed to change the, 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 the layout of your life, I suppose. It's, yeah, I'll, I'll just try. I'll just try and tell the kids, right? It's, it's all about choices. Every choice you make dictates your future. Mm. It's simple as that. Like, I, the first choice I made, and it was the, the most silliest and simplest choice, was because our school was on like down, like down the hill. Like, yeah. so like, I'd always have to go up the hill, but I'd run to 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 my house to get ready and then go to work at the boxing gym, mm-hmm. which take half an hour to, to home and half half an hour to get there for four o'clock. Or I could have gone down the hill with the lads, where it was robbing, beating people up, you know, just doing mm. stuff and taking, you know, just, just doing kids stuff, estate kids stuff. So, I mean, which is embarrassing when, when I think about what we've done. But the, the choice, the first choice I made was, you know what, fuck it, I want to separate myself. And instead of going down the hill where we're doing all wrong and stuff, I want to go up the hill by myself, run, <laughs> I just have to run, run, run to, run to my house, get changed, run to the gym, be in the gym. Mm. That's the first. That's the first choice. That's the first, and, and it's dictated my future. And then from that, it leads me to West Ham. And I booked for West Ham. This guy in there struggling. I had to get a job. I had to get a job up there struggling. And then from then from there, I got asked to make the move to Essex with a random fan because they could see I was in a lot of trouble. Trouble was catching mm. up with me. So then I thought, hmm, which choice do I make? Do I stay at home in comfort zone, or do I just think, fuck it, I'll just live with this random family? So there's another choice I made. Boom. I lived in Essex away from the family, and then. Six months, four or five months later, I get another call saying to my mates, ah, oh, it's my mate's birthday. They go to a house party in Lucy Farm and things like that. Why don't you come? And seen for ages. And I thought, do you know what? I thought, oh, I want to wait to go. I want to, to, to catch up with the lads. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I thought, the only thing that would put me off was I had boxing in the morning and I, oh, I had work and boxing. And I, thought, I didn't want to be tired in the morning because I was working nights. So I thought, I'm going to choose the boxing. I want to get out and I said, don't worry, I'll catch up another time. Then that morning there, my, my, the, the party I was going to, my best mate got shot in the back. So it's, oh, it's, all, it's, all, it's always the little, it's always the, the them choices, them, them, that, that simple choice where I, I, I always try and go for the choice, which the hard choice, do you know what I mean? Like the one, one where you think, like, do you know what, like, do you want to go for that easy choice where you think, oh yeah, yeah, like, I want to do that, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's always, that's always the wrong, wrong one, do you know what I mean? And, and you, you don't get nothing out of it. If, if I would have went to that, that could have been me, do you know what I mean? I could be my career f- finished. You oh, know? Shit. And, and it's happened over and over again. Over again, and when I'm thinking I'm not on track and things like that, and I've gone back to Luton and I'm back in town, seeing my sister getting a tattoo priced up at the back of town, and I was thinking to myself, oh, like, you know, it's good to be back home. I'm walking back with my sister, and I walked into, I walked uh, past two lads. He, he barged into me, and he, he like, I didn't really move. He even flying, and uh, all, all I heard was, "Are oh, you fucking mad, brother? You mad?" And I had my gym bag. I was like, "Mate, I was like, leave out." I was like, "I'm with my sister." Do you know what I mean? Like, it was, it was an accident. Simple as that. And he's going, no, no, you're mad, you're mad. So, I was like, so, so, so he started walking towards me. So I put my bag down. I said, like, I'm with my sister. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm in trouble. And um, he tried to hit me. So, so I hit him and just started, started, uh, just started giving it to him. And his mate, I looked at his mate as the geezer was on the floor and he, he pulled out a blade. And that choice there, I thought to myself, I remember it was like slow motion. I thought to myself, do I just, do I have this shot? I've got him in range. Do I, do I, do I, do I, do I just go with it? Or, or do I just run and I thought fuck and then he just t- made that step and I thought alright boom then, then the geezer just chased me all around town with, with, with a blade in his hand do you know what I mean so it's like every every choice it, it, it dictates your future man like over and over again over and over again for me that's insane and I'm, I feel like I feel like I've got someone I don't know like I don't know I'm, I'm, I'm you blessed. feel like someone's watching I'm, over I'm you. telling you I'm, I swear yeah. honestly you're protected. I am. I am. I, yeah. I, I am protected by, by something or someone. Oh, I have goosebumps. I fucking <laughs> love that so much because sometimes I feel like that with myself as well. Yeah. That I'm guided. Uh, something yeah. is guiding me, and I'm not. I'm not religious in oh, yeah, in even. religion of like you know indoctrination of religion or obviously grew up Catholic. Catholicism is is massive in Ireland, yeah. but I moved away from like we'll say religion in my twenties. But I now that I'm in my 30s and I started delving into my own brain and, and figuring out my own stuff, really, I find that I'm more and more spiritual in that. 100%. I, it, there has to be something more. 100%. Your mind, listen, I say it, and people look at me and they go, what are you about? Your, your mind, your mind creates yes. your future. Yes. And, and as simple as that, 
It's as simple as that. Like your energy, do you know what I mean? Yes, if you're putting your energy exactly. into something, it's creating good. If you're putting bad energy into something, mm. you're just going to get bad response. It's as simple as that. If I'm doing good, 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 energy, energy, energy I'm, I'm visioning, I'm focusing. Mm. So I'm not the most talented, you know that. I, I really am. I started boxing late, 16 years old, all right? But I've just had this vision. I've stuck at it. I've stuck at it. I can see the end goal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and it all comes like, mate, I'm on my state, all right? It's little. I never thought I'd even be able to drive. Like, I'm thinking, huh? How is this kid driving? And I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up, like, on my state, like, with, with my first guy's a BMW. I'm thinking, okay, now I'm like, everyone's going, how are you doing? Like, I'm thinking, I know it's not even, like, a thing, but I'm thinking, like, I ain't supposed to be doing this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? My, my, this, from, like, how my generation goes down, my family goes down, I should, I should be, Falling into the other path. Yeah. And it's as simple as that. But, yeah. but, but, I'm, everyone who, I'm not nothing like, I'm just, I don't know. I feel like I'm cut from a different cloth when it comes to the, the people from, from the family, if I'm honest. Mm. I really am. But is it like, you know, obviously there's a certain talent, there's a certain skill level, but it's like, you know, sometimes I get this thing of like, if I keep at it and I keep this work rate up, something has to happen. Yep. Like, that's the law of averages. Something has to happen. Has to happen, yeah. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, simple as that, yeah. So when I'm having those down days where I'm like, I'm not good enough, I'm like, crap at what I do, like, you know, they're very minimal because I'm fantastic at what I do. <laughs> <laughs> but when it does happen, I'm like, Lydia, if you don't stop and you keep going and you keep this work rate up, something has to give. Yeah, it does. All, all, all day long, like, it's just... Yeah, mate, listen, from, like... I feel like I'm proof of it, just in yeah. my own in my own story, in my own head. On, on, I know, I know, and I believe in that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Simple as that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we've all, we've all gone to the religion way. Like, I thought that. Like, because when when that gives you chase with a knife, the, the, earlier on that day, I, I met my granddad for the first time, and the next day he died. And I thought, I was like, I felt, I felt like I had to go to church and like. Jesus, yeah, Jordan. Yeah, it was crazy. No it was way. Cra- it was crazy, but, but then, but then, like, but then, like, I kind of come away from that, but like. I am, I am a belie- big believer in like, like what you see in your mind is what you get, you know. Yes. Like, it's as simple as that. Mm. And it's, it's just vision, it's just vision and pos- positivity. Hang, hang up, just, just be around positive. If I, I'm surrounded myself by positivity, you know, mm. if, whether it's from training to like even when I'm walking around the house, I put these podcasts on it, and I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even listening to podcasts, you know, I'm, but they're in the background. Well, I, you're, I, li- you're listening to this podcast yeah, yeah, now. Come yeah, on, now. Out, yeah. But do you, do you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Though? Like, I'm not sitting, there, I'm not just sitting there. Like I'm, I've got them playing. Yeah, constant. they're in so your subconscious. Just, yeah. you're you're pouring just, in yeah, information. Always, yes, always. love that. Love always. that. Twenty four seven. 24/7. But listen, for someone that has had, you know, so much loss, I suppose, and trauma, I guess, could you, do you put boxing down to the reason why you are now f- functioning as a, you know, a, a positive um, member of society yeah. and not the other way? Uh, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because listen, I'm, I've got resentment, victim mentality, trauma, like it all goes in and it, it just, you can be successful and you can you can have a career, but sometimes it can still eat into you. Yeah. So how do you process all of that? I see myself, listen, I, I've won a dick personality, okay? Mm. And I'm either, I'm either if, like, if I'm doing something, I'll do something big, all right? I'm mm-hmm. full out. And I'm either at this end of the scale where it's positive, yeah. And I'm making, I'm making, I'm trying to make my family's life be- the best and making myself the best. I'm either up high, doing the best for whoever and whatever, or if it's got to go the other way, there's no mm. in between for me. Yeah. There's no in the middle. I'm, I'm either one extreme or the other, mm. and, it, and it's as simple as that. And the down days or the days where maybe you're not as feeling as positive, what brings them on? Like, w- where do you experience them in your in your in your weeks? I don't, I don't, I don't because I'm I'm away from it all. Yeah, well, that's why I'm in Dublin. Okay. And and I've nothing is going to be as bad as what I've been through as a kid. You yeah, know? you know, like it's as simple as that. Mm. And, and I, I always come back to that. I think to myself like, oh, I really like maybe one day I don't know. I'll I'll put more things out there. What Do I'm you really feel seeing. resentment for what you experienced as a child? Yeah, like I don't know. It's it's, it's crazy. You know, people don't know half of it. People mm. don't know half of it. And I've had, I've, I've had every setback from in life to even in the sport, from the injuries and things like that. Yeah. I fought through and, and like, I'm, I'm here to stay, man, because every, I've been told I'll never box again and I've fought injured. Oh, mate, I've, I've had it all. I've, I've had it all, you know. Mm. And all, like, I've been boxing for like nine years. All in ten, nine, ten years, you know. 
It's a sh- so. such a short amount of time for what you've achieved, though, mm. isn't it? Well, I don't know why. I don't know why, but I've, 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 I'm on it. I'm on. I'm on it. Twenty-four-seven. Let's talk about your amateur boxing career before I actually start crying yeah. here, because <laughs> I could be at myself events ago. <laughs> but um, let's talk about obviously your amateur career, Team GB. Yep. Um, I think for anyone that knows anything about boxing, you know, especially over here, being on Team Ireland, being on Team GB, it's obviously a massively respectful, um, you know, position to be in in the sport. Yeah. And when we look at, you know, MMA or Muay Thai over here, they don't have as big that of national, a support yeah, or yeah. the national grouping or the national um, team like boxing does. And boxing is sort of you know, one of those sports where people really look up to, people in combat sports look up to, it's kind of like, you know, the fact that you have kids that can start at a young age, they have a development program, and then they can go and represent their country in the Europeans or the Olympics or whatever it might be. Um, When was it for you that, you know, a coach or somebody said to you, you've got a real talent here or you have a real skill here and we can do something with it? Uh, Do you know what it was? I think it was, right? Because I never really had the goals to go Olympics and was like, you know, mm. it was always a turn pro. But when I worked at nights when I was in Essex, there was, there was, there was lads that I worked going, you'll never make the England team, you'll never make Team GB, you're too suited to the pros, blah, blah, blah. You never, you won't. And I thought, you know what? And I thought, when I was training, with, and I, my, my my trainer died, passed away, Mickey made a legend in the game, made over 120 national champions, trained the likes of Nigel Benn, Kevin Mitchell, Terry Spinks, Olympic gold medal. He passed away, and I kind of felt a bit lost. And I thought, do you know what? Like, I've had, at this time, at this point, I've had about forty-five amateur fights, and I thought, I think I was going to turn pro. Like, I didn't really know. What, do you know what I mean? And, mm. and, 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 and oh, I work. I'm getting negative. Like, um, turn pro, turn pro. You're, you're not. You're not. You're not schooled enough. You're not. You know what I mean? You, you like to have all, all this kind of stuff. I thought. So I'm training with Mark Tibbs, Jimmy Tibbs, who was training Billy Joe Saunders at the time. Yeah. And I'm training. I think to myself, like, I'm actually like. You know, like looking at looking the whole the whole thing. You know, like from like the business. Because I know this is boxing. I've known for since as a kid. Boxing is a business. Yeah. And I thought I'm half decent fire. If I turn pro now, I'm 18 years old at this point. If I turn pro now, I'll probably I probably won't even be good enough to win a seven year old English title. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. my career will be finished, and I'll be on a ticket deal. I haven't branded myself properly and things like that. So I thought I said to Billy Joe, I said about turning pro, he's like, well, he's like, he went to Olympics and, you know, I spoke to him about a few things and he went, he books for Hoddleston. I thought, Hoddleston? I thought, that's down the road from Luton. So I thought, do you know what? When I go to Luton, I go to Hoddleston instead of turning pro. I thought, I wasn't turning pro with Mike Tibbs and, and go with Warren. I thought, I ain't going to do it. I thought, I'm gonna, I want to try and go into the England team. So I went with Hoddleston, the first year, an awful year, went in the senior ABAs, went to the quarterfinals, got a big cut, had to get out of the championships in the second year come, I thought, you know what, England, I only got in England. By the end of the season, going to the England team and I had about 15 fights. I'll just, I won't, I'll just make the story short, you know what I mean? But like, I had about 15, I got into the team anyway, and uh, I, had, I had about 15 fights for England, undefeated, boxed everywhere, Norway, Sweden, and won all the tournaments. But then I became England captain, and I was like, man, like, I might actually die. That, that, was a real, that was a real pride thing for me. You yeah, know? of course. Like, like, I really thought, because... Honestly, when it's, I was drilled in my head, you know, like, you're boxing, you've been, you started at 16, you ain't got a style, you was brought up in a pro gym, you suit the pros. Yeah, I get that. But I thought, you know what? I'll change my style. I'll adapt. Mm. As simple as that. And I'll, and I'll adapt and, and come through. And, and I did. Then I got my Olympic trials, Team GB trials, smashed the first two sessions. And then the week before my last Team GB trial, I ruptured my bicep six months out. Get, got, get operated, wake up, thought it goes, can't find your tendon. Blah, blah, blah. Have a week later. Meeting with him a week later. Uh, you better think about your career. Your tendon's gone. We can't find your tendon. We can't. They can't find your yeah. tendon. Yeah, you've seen the scar they've done. Look at that. Oh, shit. That's, that. That's supposed to be keyhole surgery. They've chopped me up, all right? So I'm thinking... So when you say... Jordan has a shark bite on his arm. Yeah, it's a shark bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> cut <laughs> up, mate. Well, I'm shitty. <laughs> so I mean, it's no... Oh, um, shit. So NHS going... Yeah... They're going, yeah, um, yeah, we couldn't do it, we couldn't do it. And you know, it was the first time, probably, I actually, I actually cried, you know. I thought, all oh, I've worked and, and my, and like, I was just a bit like, I was one week before the last trial, oh, man. you know, and I thought, like, oh, man, I was devastated. And you know what? 
I thought I didn't give up. I just thought I needed to take a week off and that. And then, then I, I phoned, phoned a few, you know, friends and people, you know, who experienced like life experience people, you know, yes. like like Sam King's dad, Gary King, you know, football coach. He's been there. He's been in the game. And I was like, we ever let, you know, he, he gave me some great advice. Yeah. So he went go to private. He said, you know, duh, duh, duh. so I went private, raised raised the money. Lucky I had good sponsors, you know, like really lucky. Yeah. Paid some serious money for it. Fixed it. He said, he said your tenant was just where it was. So I think the geezer just bought it at the NHS. He did, I was always, always telling him, I was like, listen, I said, you can't fuck me up. I said, I said, it's my career. So I wake up, he's like, I can't do it, I can't find it. But, when, but he's, <sighs> do you know what I mean? So he just bought it, he's cut me out for no reason. So Holy shit. Yeah, it's a nightmare. So anyway, that got fixed. And then I was out for six, six seven months. And then um, GB said, look, we'll wait for you. So I was like, happy days. And the week before I was about to go, James DeGale rang me and said, he's vying for a world title and he's sparring. I thought, do you know what? What a great way to test myself out mentally and physically. Yeah, one of the best. And, and I was training like hard, man. Like, not with this, like, I was training everything, what I needed to work on, but not using this. Yeah. And I'd done, done three rounds. He had three sparring partners. He'd done three, I'd done three rounds of him straight off and everyone was waiting to spar. He was to do three, three, three. And he was like, stay in. And I just stayed in for the whole spar. He was like, class spar and paid me, invited me up every week to spar him for his world title fight. Week later, I done a done my you know assessments. Spied all the Rio lads who competed in Rio. Come on, leaps and bounds. I thought sweet sound. Then a week later, I got into the team, and I thought boom, done it. I done it, and then got into Team GB. Done my Olympic cycle. I was supposed to go to the Olympics, and with all this pandemic kind of stuff, and yeah. I had a bit of unfairness. What would happen? Like ups and downs with GB, little niggles, and put a lot of pressure on myself there, man. Because I, I, like, I was so. I really want to go to the Olympics. I know, mm. it, I know it could be, be, be a quick breakthrough for me to change my life. Mm. But that meant to be. Yeah. Simple, simple as that. Like, I got out of my, like, like, I'm so lucky I got out of my contract, you know. Like, yeah. that, other people there stuck there for another four years. Mm. I'm out, I'm free. Making my debut come October. Mm. Bringing showmanship back to boxing. You watch, listen, the 50s, I'll be singing. And I've got some great ideas coming. Well, listen, before we talk about your pro, we're going to get there talking about the pro career. But when we look at, we'll say, you know, the Team G, Team GB Olympic route, I think a lot of fighters tend to get kind of a little bit obsessed with it. Like that this is it. You know what I mean? And that, that they, that that is the only career path that they can have, you know, in terms of it's the pinnacle. Yeah. Um, Whereas, and that's that's totally fine. As you say, fighting for your country in the Olympics is probably is, I imagine, an incredible feat. Yeah. Win, lose, or draw, right? But you know, do you think that because you had that background and you came from the professional style in the gyms that you grew up around, do you think that that was why you kind of just said, okay, it's not to be now. Let's turn pro and let's let's see what what happens yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like I just had too much personality for it anyway. Yeah. If I'm honest, I've yeah. thought like, and I'm not, I'm not hanging around. Like, mm. I don't wait for no one. Yeah. I'm not waiting Cause, for no cause one. Because, because we do have a lot of listeners that that might not be so clued into boxing and how like the Olympics and everything works. But like anything with a Team Ireland or Team GB, your personality is sort of in the background. You know, you're yeah, kind sure. of, you're just, it's a team. You hold back. You're not you're like exactly. Yes, I know, sir. I got too much personality. Oh, the amount of things I have to take off media, mate, because of this. Honestly, I was getting the earache every week. Because I was like, oh, man, like, I'm just me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And listen, I'm, I'm a normal, genuine fella. I keep it real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and uh, people take to that. I've always gone with people wherever I go. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But I'm re- I'm 25 now, so mm. so I look you're up, very old, Jordan. I feel old. I'm getting there. 25, <laughs> mate. Listen, it's kind of quick, you know. I felt like I was 18 the other day. Listen, I, was, I, was in town, I can't man. even <laughs> remember 25. You're doing <laughs> grand. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but yeah, listen, I'm, I'm saying look, I've got seven, eight years in the game. Say 10 years, but I want to be out by eight years. You know what I mean? Yeah. In terms of goals, what are the, like, I mean, you, all professionals want to be the world champion, but, you know, obviously I imagine a world title is in there for your goals, but is there anything else? I just want to I just want to just keep inspiring. Do you know what? Financial, listen, financial. It's simple. Yeah. It's simple financial as security. So sort my family out. I'm looking, yeah. I am buying my mum a big mansion. Mm. As simple as that. I'm buying my dad a mansion. Yeah. I'm, I, honestly, I'm going to, honestly, I want to like, Look after my family or look after myself and just live a live a, live a free life. Mm-hmm. I don't need to worry about nothing. I don't mm-hmm. need to worry about that. Just live a free life, win titles, 
and just being like, just, just, I have to, mate, it's, it's a buzz now, like, I'm not even nowhere near where I need, I've got a long way to go, but, I can actually, I'll go to places, and I think, like, I've, I've actually gone aura at where I am at, being in schools, to actually give kids hope that they can change their life, yeah. and I use that, you know, like, I, mm. I, I love it, so if I can do that even more, and keep, and keep branding myself, and just, I'm not saying branding myself, just keep being myself, and, and inspire people, man, it's a, it's a win. You know, because I'm getting good energy to me, you know what I mean? When you get there and you, ha- oh, the, the list of, of boxes that you need to tick, you tick off and you've bought the house for your mum, you've bought the house for your dad, you're financially secure, you've gotten all the titles that you wanted and then we say boxing ends and you walk away from the sport and you see your face. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, asking it because yeah. I know, like, what happens I, then? I would have to, all right, I'll have to get into something which keeps me busy full time. Like, yeah. like, I would get into filming. I love to get into acting and filming mm. where it's like you live in, you got to live like 24-7 and you got to learn you, the script. You live in a fantasy or yeah. you're, you're, es- you're escaping in some yeah, form. Yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've got to keep busy because I'll, tr- I'll get in trouble. Wh- wh- why do you think, why would you need to escape? What would be going on in your head that I, you I wouldn't don't know. want to I, be there? I can't, I'm not, I'm like, I'm too, too, too like, do you know what I mean? I just, I just need, I need to focus. Mm. I, I really do. And I'll work on myself and, I mean, I'll try and work myself, but it's just me how I am. I'm, I'm this just... might be a bit uh, an, an in deep question, but do you feel like in some way that you are running away from something, or you are trying to escape something? No, because something? I've, I thought of that, but no, because my sister ran away from all the all the, all the trauma and, and yeah. all, all, all that stuff, and I she looked, actually went. She actually she went. She ran away. Do you know what I mean, she still yeah. runs away. Still runs away now, and then. What I do you love, mean? I can her. I can I ask? Is she does she does she avoid conversation on she, it? She just she she wrote like the the just uh just the headaches the the whole the whole whole drama and 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 just runs away. If there's a problem, she'll run away. Yeah, and I, love, I love her. She's the nicest girl. You know, she's lovely. Mm. Do you know what I mean? She's too nice for her own good, and she don't understand the crack. And she needs to get strong and tough, but she won't. Because she's just mm. she just don't want to face it. Do you know what I mean? I've faced it. I, I'm not running away from nothing. I've always I've always faced it. So mm. that's why I'm mentally. Don't listen. We all need to work on ourselves. Don't get me wrong. But like, I, I'm just. I'm, I'm all in or not. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I just like to be. I'm I'm, energy, I'm really energetic. Or I'm like, I, I like to keep busy. Mm. Otherwise, I'm just like like. I just don't know. I like being busy. Yeah. It's Listen, that. you're preaching to the choir here. Yeah, I'm, yeah. We're, we're of the same teapot. I mean? I, I, I two peas in a pod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I just, I end up like, if I ain't got nothing to keep me occupied, I would just be like, I'd be thinking of like, I don't know. I don't even know. It's just, I just like, I just yeah. like, I just like, I like creating new ventures and mm. and just being creative. You know. Yeah. Like, I'm not. You know I mean, I'm not. We're not running away from nothing. I'm not. I'm not thinking like, oh, like, oh, I'm just like, I'm happy. I'm very happy. I'm very happy. But I, I like being busy. I love being busy. Mm. I love it. People go, no, you do too much. Take a rest. Nah, I'm all right. Where, where do you get, like, where do you get a buzz? Like, where do you get a high? Obviously, winning winning when you fight is obviously, you know, a big one. But what, what kind of, I hate saying it, but what gets you off? What, how else would you say that word? Like, like where, do you get your, where do you get your buzz from? I don't know. I think it's just. Oh, do I get what my did bike? you say, Sam? Aroused. Oh, yeah, that's another oh, shy that. word. <laughs> Actually, I'll put that on. Yeah, I'm I, such a. I'm so repressed. I, I hate so any word like aroused. I'm so aroused right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, where, where do you, outside of the ring, like, what really kind of. Those words. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. It's just like. I think it's just the energy I get from people. Yeah. You know that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If I go to a school, I'm talking to in front of 200 kids and they're like, mm. oh, that's but how it. did you get into this? Like talking in schools? Like what, what is it? Are you being invited by yeah, the teachers to talk schools. about your, have, like have you put something together no. and approach schools or no, people but I just should know do. you? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to busy, but I've, I've had this conversation anyway. Do you know what I mean? That's another thing in the pipeline I could do, but it's, yeah, it was like I got asked to uh, go back to my old school, and I think I, I think it was the first and last time anyway because I just gunned everyone down. I just told the kids how it was. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And 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 the, and the what's that like going back to your old school? I always have like fantasies in my head it. of going back I to the school it. and like seeing all my own teachers and being like, "Fuck you, yeah. fuck you, fuck you." You just you just see how people. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, it's simple as that. But you you see how people are like because they go. Yeah. 
the, what, the worst teacher there going, you're just going to be like your I think, And then they're coming up to you going, oh, I always knew you was going to be champion. And I always knew, I was thinking, that's No, you didn't. Yeah. you're yeah. lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I don't know. I can get myself in trouble with some of these schools. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't, say, don't implicate do you, yourself. Do you know what I mean? But, but like, the reason I asked it is because I can remember I had... Um, when I was in secondary school we done subjects right like obviously you have them in the UK as well but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I done business right and I remember I mean I'm so bad at maths I'm really bad and there's like childhood trauma around numbers and maths for me right so I even now like I get anxiety even looking at my bank yeah, yeah, balance yeah. like <laughs> that's how bad it is right and um, I remember her saying to me like you are shite she, she was like, you are shit at this. And she's like, you are never going to be anything because you will not apply yourself. And uh, like, sometimes I could be like washing dishes and it will come into yeah, my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will come in subconsciously and I'd be like, and I, it, it took me so long to be able to like untrigger that where like, you know, I would be like, hmm, that's an interesting, why has that come into my mind <laughs> yeah, now where yeah. I'm washing the dishes, you know? And then I remember in primary school, a, a teacher um, called Miss Kennedy, and she used to do like singing with us in like religion class or whatever. And I remember her saying to me, you've got a beautiful voice. And she was like, never stop singing. And I always remember that as well. And she used to tell me, say to me, do you have a microphone at home? And I was like, no, I don't have a microphone. Nobody sings in my family. So she used to tell me to go into the bathroom. She was like, the bathroom has a natural reverb. So you go in there and sing your heart out. And I used to do it. And I could remember that. So the the, the differences, the polar opposites of like an arsehole teacher and then someone who so actually, quite, yeah, yeah, you believes know, in you believes yeah, in yeah. you. And, and oh, like, I probably was shite. But and, I went on to be in a band for oh, 10 years yeah, no, you know I what I mean like, so, do you know what I forgot about that because I was talking to Babs yeah yes Babs Daly our and she has told mutual me mutual friend photographer she's the best alright <laughs> and you, you, you've, you've not told no one about this singing I didn't know about this so yeah. you lost a little sing song at the end <laughs> you're <not>. fucked now <laughs> 100% what a guitarist here he's learned, he's learned a guitar I can be the backup singer Sam can click his fingers <laughs> and you can sing. <laughs> yeah, sort it, mate. Let's make a band here. Yeah, I don't. I don't talk about it to anyone. What man? You need to get out of singing. I'm like, that's yeah. funny. Babs Daly is um, uh, an incredible photographer, she's and she's one. just started working with um, uh, Jordan and his teammates uh, in the Coliseum gym, working under Pete Taylor. But um, that's how we know each other. We met. Well, yeah, she yeah. was photographing yeah. on the music yeah. scene, and you she know, said, I was yeah. in a band and. It's funny because, um, like, I was very different back then. I was on drugs, well, well, you, yeah, 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 <laughs> which yeah, is yeah. the biggest one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, drugs, drinks, I was an alcoholic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I had a very bad ego. I went through a, like a many, many years when I turned thirty, had a nervous breakdown, and then completely changed my life. That's what you learn, though. You need yes, that. yes. I, 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 it's need... made me now because yeah. I have a massive amount of compassion for people, and that's why I think it's allowed me to be good at what I do yeah, now sure. and communicating with people and talking because it gave me an understanding of what people go through. And I was in a very dark place because of stuff that I hadn't resolved from my childhood. And it took me a long time to realize that, you know, the things that I felt bad about weren't actually my fault. Mm. And when you kind of realize that, you know, to process it, it frees you. But the trauma that I experienced in my childhood and my teens actually went towards creating a fantastic um, uh, ego for myself in terms of being a rock star. Um, I was a rock star for seven years I travelled the world you know what I mean I was signed to record labels and you know I was like my whole the stage show was like really is it heavy rock? no it was kind of like kind of like Oasis Oasis with Fleetwood Mac so if you imagine Stevie Nicks singing Oasis that was it but also I had a bit of an attitude so I kind of turned into Liam Gallagher a little bit (laughs) like halfway through (laughs) or Courtney Love do you know what I mean so it was kind of a little bit of hole as well so the whole kind of thing was that you know it would be this amazing music it would be really melodic it was like this wall of sound and then the set would finish and then there would be like 10 minutes of like just chaos. There'd be just like a big kind of crescendo of music and I would be rolling around the ground, gra- gargling wine, spitting <laughs> yeah, Jaeger yeah, yeah. bombs, like smashing tambourines off my head and stuff. Man. So I'd done that for seven years and like it was brilliant. Experience. Yeah, it man. was brilliant. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah. <laughs> nah, listen, listen what it's about. Yeah. You learn from the days, you, you got it in the bank. Yeah, yeah, bank, yeah. Oh. But it's wrapped in a lot of guilt and regret as well and shame as well because yeah. like of how it ended. It ended pretty badly. Um, I don't talk to one of the guys that I was in the band with. Um, and, you know, we got screwed over by record deals and management. And ultimately, all I wanted to be was a successful singer when I was growing up. And I had such an opportunity in front of me and I screwed it up, you know. Why don't you get back to it now? Ah, it's a t- it's a tough game. It's a tough game, and not You're tough. Huh? Yeah, I am tough. Yeah, you want it? but I love what I do now. Yeah. I love. I love. I, I, I love this podcast. I love Fight Connect TV. Um, but I still sing and I still yeah. write music, and that gives me a certain joy. We're gonna have a sing song at the end. You're gonna I sing. I can't sing. Are you kidding me? You sing, no, all over, you sing all over. I, the I thing. love singing. I what? sing everywhere, but I I cannot sing at all. All right. And I can admit that it's fine. <laughs> I don't care. I'll sing though. I, I can sing in front of hundreds of thousand people. I can't <laughs> sing. I don't care. You know what I mean? It's, but yeah, sometimes that makes the best singer. It's no, the confidence. No, no, no. It's I got the confidence. I think to myself, "Fuck!" And everyone's like booing me. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> so we can have, we can do a little duet if we find something to know. We're getting the we're, we're wrapping, get we're wrapping up. I'm going to start making this. Like, oh, that's all coming. we've got time for, Jordan. Thank you very much, Jordan. Was out of here. Bye bye. But listen to me before we finish. Um, obviously you mentioned the acting and the movies and stuff like that. That's like a little pipe dream down the line, which you'd be absolutely brilliant at as well. But let's talk about your TV debut. I can't wait. Well, you've already made it. Oh really? Your first dates. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Come yeah. on. Oh, that was yeah. huge. The singing boxer on first dates. Oh, I got 90 million views. Nice. Yeah, I know. 90 million views on YouTube. Yeah. If anyone wants to see Jordan on the first dates, uh, what? <laughs> type in uh, Jordan. What is it? What is the caption on YouTube? No idea. You go way out of that. It's I Shane. I think I've reported it to be blocked. There. I think I've reported to be blocked about 20 times. No, 90 oh, million. Do you know what I do? I do it for publicity. That's the main thing, okay? If I'm honest. Exactly. Publicity. Uh, but yeah. do you know what's going on? Well, I'm in London. Well, I'm in London. I'm like boxing and things like that. And people come up to me going, I know you from somewhere. I'm like, yeah. this was happening all the time, all right? Like, I know you from somewhere. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I do a bit of boxing. They're going, yeah. no, no, no. You're, you're on the dating show. Sam like, has it up. Sam, bring me your phone over here. Brilliant. Oh, Keep no. going, Jordan. And um, yeah, so she was a lovely girl, to be fair. But she was. She if, was we, um, if we, uh, if no, we, nice. if we play this, can we, is this, we done for copyright? No, a, yeah, you might get done for copyright. Wait, no, hang on. You might get done. But I do like. I think I drank a cup of tea. I'm trying to. Oh, I'm trying to. Let me try. This is embarrassing for you, Jordan. Nah, I just think myself. What was I doing? They, they, they put the food out. All got to be expired in like five or six days. We were just bagging that up, taking it home, and living off that thing. Do you know what? We've actually come a long way. That's a lovely little yeah. soundbite I got there. Thank you, Sam, for that. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, wait, wait till you're on, mate. <laughs> got, some video, got some videos of you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, listen, naturally enough, for anyone that is doing for estates, the publicity is, is is pretty much the key of why uh, they're doing it, yeah, right? For sure. For sure like, like saying that, listen, because you meet a few people backstage and some people are nervous drinking and thinking, yeah. I've got a day, I've got a day. Like, I'm thinking, fair play to you, you want to fall in love, go on, do it. Yeah. But. <laughs> When the GB stuff and that, I was like, there's a few things I could have gone on. It's like, take me out. There was loads of joy. It was actually loads. You will be brilliant on taking No out. way. What's no, your man no. who's old does De- take me out? Declan, was it? Declan, Declan Garrity. Yeah, Do you ever see Dead yeah. the Boxer, Declan Garrity oh. on Take was, Me Out? Yeah, it's funny. Like. It is the most. It was young, really. Uh, he was so young yeah. and it's like back in the day and he's got a long sweep oh, fringe. Yeah. Like if you saw Deco now, like it's totally different. It's funny, brilliant. Funny. Who's your man who does the host? Paddy sure. McGuinness. Oh. Oh, Paddy yeah. McGuinness, isn't that oh, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I, had, I had a choice to do a few of them and I thought, do you know what? Because you've got to be careful which ones you're coming to because they edit it. Yeah. I thought, if I come to one where I'm just genuine and normal, right? Yeah. I'll be all right. And mm. I thought, that one there is Channel 4. Go get a view in and like, yeah. Like they, 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 do you know what? They actually done a good edit. They did. You they actually, got, you yeah. came across. I, yeah. I, I watched it after we had met for the first time, oh, okay. and I was like, "It is actually you." There's no like, right. yeah. They, I know a couple of people who went on the Irish one, and they were just made to look. But like I did really, tell Fred. Really Fred, Fred, he's like the presenter. He's the boxing fan. I did tell him. I said, "You better make sure you edit mm. that good, mate. Otherwise, they've <laughs> asked me to go on it over here." 
Really? Yeah, I've been asked twice to go on. Did I tell you that? Get yourself on it. Shane's like, do it. No way. No way. I will be so. Yeah, you can have a nice meal. Might be a nice man. You can. Listen, listen. listen. (laughs) Fight Connect TV is going to be Ireland, and you can just mention me as well. And it's just when everyone's getting publicity. I would be terrified of who they would match me up with. No, George, it would be a fire, no, I, and I would know him. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah, oh, no, no. God, I know no. anything about you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know all about you. Uh, uh. Was you not on the date? Did you not have a girlfriend last week? Yeah, like, I was yeah, like, yeah. do you not have to introduce me to your girlfriend last week? But anyway, before we finish, I did. We started a new segment on the podcast where we're asking fans um, do they want to ask the guest anything so this is the first time we've done it making our debut okay um jtb has asked linus udofia yeah at kenilworth road or nathan heaney at the o2 both and, I, and i've beaten both mm. i've beat linus twice and nathan heaney he's just a ticket seller who's just got a deal because of tickets so i'm coming from both <laughs> I, need, I need to make my debut before I can start shouting, shouting people out properly. So, um, but listen, they're nice kids. They're both doing their thing, but yeah, they're my weight. So, well, yeah. they're co- you're coming. I'm coming. Hashtag you're coming. Um, Sensei Daz has asked, "What is your opinion on American training methods? Having spent a lot of time out there, where were you in America? I've, I've been to Vegas, LA, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's real, real, real good. You know, real tough conditions." You get a lot of Mexicans and things like Mexican Americans yeah. out there, so it's a different mentality. So it's more mentality, you know. They're, they're very hungry, yeah, and that kind of comes through into mm. their training. But yeah, like they're very class. They've got a different style. They're more, they're more composed and relaxed. We would say they're lazy, but they're very, they're like sharpshooters. Mm-hmm. You know, if they throw, they land, and, and as simple as that. But yeah, great. You know, they, they, listen, they medal at every Olympic, and there's always world champions coming from America. So absolutely. Um, okay, this is a good question to end on, and it's from Frankie Locke, twenty six. He's asked, "What would be your best advice for a young amateur?" Best advice I could give is don't listen, just don't listen to anyone apart from yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's as simple as that. If you've got a focus, you've got a vision, go go with that. Don't don't follow everyone else. Listen, listen to your, listen to yourself. And I've had it over again with kids asking me. My mum and dad said this and that worked too hard. Listen, you go do you. And I know, like, we're supposed to take information from mums and dads, but sometimes mm-hmm. family can be the worst. So yes. if you've got a dream, honestly, really go for it and just stick at it and work hard. Stick at it, stick at it work hard, believe it, and you will achieve it. And it's as simple as that. You don't have to be, don't need no talent. You just need, you just need to make sure you can get there. There's no excuses. Every excuse which is coming to you is a lie. Excuses are lies. Mm. Work towards it. Work towards it. If you ain't got, no, if you ain't got no money for it, make make, make some money. Invest in, invest in yourself. Save up. Then 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 put the money into training. Just find a way. Find mm-hmm. a way to make what you want what you, what you want to become. Great advice. Great advice. Before we go, final mm-hmm. final thing. Will you, Jordan Reynolds, sing a verse? What verse of a song? Do the Wanderer, but I'm going to film this because oh, I want to promote Instagram. You got a song? Can you put a song in the background? Because I I, I want to I want to. I'm gonna, I'm Put put honky tonk flaming. Oh, let's. Right. This is country. This is I can't sing. Oh, I can't sing. Do you know what I mean? Jordan, you're fantastic but at singing. Pass that. So. This, this is this. I'm, I'm, only, I'm only playing this year because this is an this, exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jordan Reynolds is going got, to give. Have you got loud? Can you play it loud? Honky tonk flame. Yeah, this is my kind of music. This is an exclusive from. Play it loud as well, so I can mind. Team GB amateur champion turned professional boxer Jordan Reynolds his rendition of Honky Tonk Flame boy. Tell out, tell out, tell out, tell out. Honky Tonk Flame oh, sing, man. Go on so Rewind it, rewind it Let's go <laughs> I can't sing Jordan, you're fantastic Let's do it Let's go Oh, I've said the lyrics up Tell out a little bit more I was out of my mind The first night we met I was feeling lonely and blue I just moved to the country To get me some rest The city were hurting on you Especially a fella from Eastern Kentucky Who worked for his name It's a true man Wasting his life 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 